Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. <laughs> it is Friday Eve here, and uh, we are coming at y'all live from the AnswerSanDiego.com studios here in a beautiful, sunny San Diego. So glad to have you all here with me tonight. 888-344-1170. If you want to call in the show tonight, got a couple questions for y'all. Did you see or hear of AOC? None other than the the uh, fresh blood, the freshman congresswoman for the Democrats. She's come out with her Green New Deal today. And uh, I don't know, she got a deal with you guys? Is she selling this thing to you? Do, do, are you familiar with the, what uh, what uh, she's selling here? What products and services she's got in her Green New Deal? You buying it? I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. And also, there's updates going on as more and more and more Democrats have been revealed uh, to have a little penchant for the shoe polish on their face. What well-known talk show host who, who considers herself the moral authority of the United States and who has spent the last two and a half years accusing President Trump and everybody else of being racist, which, what talk show host is that got busted today for wearing blackface in a Halloween costume? And now that so many Democrats, I even saw before we went live, I saw that uh, the founder, what's his name, of Facebook, there's a photo that came out of him hanging out at a party taking pics with a dude in blackface. So what's kind of happened lately with the narrative now is, is, well, you know what? This is just an example of all America being racist. So, you know, really, I think what we should do is, I think it's time for us to have a conversation about forgiveness and redemption. So that's another question for you guys tonight. Is it time for us to be offering forgiveness and redemption? At least to the Democrats. 888-344-1170. And of course, uh, if you do call in, the man who's going to take your call, the man who keeps it all rolling here every night on the Andrea K Show is DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. Keep it rolling from the Delta to the DMZ. That's right. Ooh, I like that little catchphrase. And we rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling on the river. Yeah, I'm in a good mood tonight. Do 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 do. Well, I left a good job in the city. You know why I'm in such a good mood. <laughs> you know why I'm in such a good mood tonight? Because I am tickled pink with the further implosion of the Democrat Party, including today with Miss AOC. The woman who sat with her hands folded. The woman who cheered for female independence while she's sitting amongst a group of women who were told where to sit, what to wear, when they could applaud, when to stand, when to sit, and all of that. She came out today finally with her Green New Deal. We had heard that there was going to be a Green New Deal uh, before, and some of it, but the, it hadn't been completely laid out yet. And, of course, a flashback to the original New Deal, where we had the offer of a free chicken in every pot, which ended up, which was the first time, I think, in which there was a lesson to the American people, there ain't no such thing as free. Because in reality, the New Deal, which was what really exploded the concept and did a lot to change the culture of America and turn us and start shifting us towards an entitlement society, uh, ended up furthering the Great Depression and did a lot of economic harm. To the United States. Uh, so AOC comes out with her Green New Deal today. And of course, all, you know, I started thinking about all the comparisons. It's really just another mean green mother. Let me give you a little, a little insight. 
Every household in America, that's what you had in mind all along, isn't it? No sh**. We're not talking about one hungry plant here. We're talking about world conquest. And I want to thank you. We're going to do things my way. Oh, we want to do things at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what that was. Little flashback, little throwback Thursday to uh, the mean green mother in Little Shop of Horrors. And what a horror show this is. That was the mean green mother plant that wanted to eat up and conquer the entire world. Well, that's what this mean green mother bill is. A poorly written, it was like it was written by a second grade class at a Karl Marx elementary school. Because that's what this thing is. A pile of nonsense written by written by somebody with the with the brain power of my baby dog Bo when we, under the false guise of fear-mongering and the worst possible fear-mongering telling us that if we don't do this the world's going to end in 12 years the world's going to end in 12 years and because the world's going to end in 12 years if if, if we don't deal with climate change we got to give free jobs to everybody what yeah this is, this is the most cynical, most disgusting display of fear-mongering in order to, to force this country into their Karl Marx utopia. But I'm glad that she did it in the way she did it. I'm glad she wrote it. Basically, she literally wrote, and I'm going to be crude here because I'm going to quote her. This is what me saying it. She literally, after saying that we, we got to save the world, the world's going to end in 12 years, the United States of America has to abolish... <laughs> has to abolish farting cows in airplanes. Say what? <laughs> yeah, I know that's crude, but I didn't write it. A United States Congresswoman did. As I said on Newsmax earlier today, I said, look, I'm from the South. We, we, everybody, nobody asks if you have crazy people in your family in the South. We all know everybody's got crazy people. You know, but, but we, and we love our crazy people. I got a lot in my family, but I don't want them creating policy. Because this is what you get. You get the equivalent of a 1970s movie starring Rosie Greer try, trying to save the world against a swarm of killer bees that have taken over a Volkswagen that they got to take into the Superdome and then get control of the climate and freeze the, the, the killer bees to death. And yeah, that was an actual movie. I may have, I, it, maybe it wasn't Rosie Greer starring in it, but you know what? <laughs> He used to star in those kind of movies, but I remember that movie. Or pick, pick your pick any kind of movie in which the blob, or in which uh, you know America has to save the world from an asteroid that's on its way. And you know what? Somebody, somebody said today, Ellis Hennigan, when I was when I was on this TV show, he said, "Well, we shouldn't be mocking her." Yes, we should be mocking her. Absolutely. Why in the world is anybody, why are there any conservatives tonight responding to this in any way with a, with a reasonable counter when this is nothing but, but fodder for a Saturday Night Live skit? And by the way, I'm still waiting for Saturday Night Live to do a skit of a racist white man impersonating Michael Jackson moonwalking who's a Democrat governor. I'm still waiting to see that. In fact, Will Farrell, Will Farrell, why, why weren't you already on the stage Saturday night as that? Right? But uh, of course we have to mock her because abolish cows? What are we going to do with all the carcasses? First of all, uh, is, 
<laughs> First of all, is PETA going to go along with this? Abolish? How are we going to abolish them? We going to we going to give them some euthanasia? We going to keep them comfortable and bring in a mom and daddy cow and like have a, have them have a discussion over what they're going to do? What are we going to do with all the cow carcasses? What are we going to do with all the airplane carcasses? Because we're you know, we got to give up all of our cars and all our airplanes. She says, well, she knows that maybe we won't be able to abolish all the uh, farting cows in the airplanes within 10 years. She might need a little bit more time than that. Well, but wait a minute. You just said the world was coming to an end in 12 years. This plan also includes replacing every building in the United States of America in 10 years. According, there's supposedly uh, over 5.6 million buildings in the country uh, that are commercial and almost 14 million buildings, housing units. They would have to replace 27 buildings every minute for the next 10 years. This is, this is literally shocking that this is being put forth to the American people as some, as some anything other than a skit. That's how insane this is. And this is supposed to be combating climate change because the world is going to uh, go away in 12 years. So then what in the world does that have to do with gender equality? Guaranteed jobs and a living wage. And then, I, I, where are all these jobs going to come from? I, I went to Walmart a couple nights ago. I didn't see a bunch of jobs on the shelf. Are they in a warehouse at Amazon? Oh, but it, but it gets even funnier. Because if you don't want to work, that's okay. Even people that, quote, are unwilling to work still get all the same benefits as those working. It's... It, I can remember episodes of Punked. Who remembers a Punked show from Ashton Kutcher? He used to do a great punk. It's like the entire nation is being punked with this garbage. But as much as I'm mocking right now, and she deserves to be mocked, this kind of insanity used to be met with a good old-fashioned shunning in this country. And to think she's obviously insane when she's trying to do this in a time in which the president of the United States just delivered a State of the Union address in which he talked about record low unemployment. He proved, he proved that the solution economically in this country is a return to the free market capitalist system that this country was founded on of individual responsibility, individual freedom and and liberty and free markets. And getting the government out of business. So she, on its heel, and 70-something percent of the, uh, of the citizens thought everything that he said, including border security, made sense and was positive. So then she comes out with this. They know they can't sell it. So they got to, they, they, they have to try to fear monger their way into, into a Karl Marx, literally, and she said today, We've got, we're not going to stop until we transition America into the future, which really means transitioning America into the past, trying to turn us into the same system that's failing right now in Venezuela, that has failed in Cuba, that has failed in the USSR, which is why it doesn't exist anymore. This is literally the definition of insanity. And I'm asking anybody out there, if you want to call in and debate me and tell me why I'm the insane one, I, I, I dare you to do that. Because you cannot convince me right now that you're sane if you're buying into this. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue this uh, on the other side of the break. And I would love to hear from you later on. With There's updates going on with this uh, Virginia situation, with more blackface coming out, more racists coming out of the woodpile. 
on the part of the left. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, My glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we were talking about AOC and her Green New Deal. It's really more like the mean green mother from outer space from the movie Little Shop of Horrors. And it is a horror show uh, written uh, from, you know, I-, I said earlier, like maybe like 
from second grade class from Karl Marx Elementary School. But I'm thinking really it's more kindergartner. She literally wrote, we have a U.S. Congresswoman who literally wrote in a a piece of proposed legislation that to combat the climate change that she says is going to destroy the world in 12 years, she she wrote, plant more trees. (laughs) Uh, You know what? She's been accused of being many things, but an intellectual giant she is not. Joining me now to discuss this and other topics is uh, my buddy Brian Maloney, Stop the Scalpings, Media Equalizer, and Red Wave America. But if you want to chime in on that and any other topics of the day, 888-344-1170. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Hey, great to be back. Okay, your response to this, I, I don't know if you've had a chance to read the deets on this thing, Brian, but I mean, it, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's really far out there. It's insane. <laughs> well, it really is. And, you know, the bottom line is when you're talking about Position so extreme. You're talking about banning commercial air travel. And, you know, what about all the billionaires that support the Democratic Party, you know, in their private jets? What are those going to be grounded because of her? So, I mean, a plan like this, look, this is perfect from a conservative or Republican perspective. She's right out of central casting. You know, if, if she didn't exist, we'd have to invent her. And what I mean is she's so destructive. Yeah. Um, She's hurting them. She's killing the Democrats, and they know it. They don't know what to do about her. And the problem is she's kind of tapping into that millennial segment that they need to keep and that the elder Democratic Party leadership is failing to maintain. So they sort of need her, but they need to throw her overboard at the same time. Well, yeah. I mean, for for conservatives, I mean, it's kind of like, hey, if you didn't like— you know, that gift you got in your or stocking stuffer you got at Christmas, man, here it is, because this is such a tremendous gift for the conservatives, because the Democrats, there was a time in which they hid the 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 the, the plan to transition us, as she talked about it today, into the, the future, i.e. into their Marxist utopia is a plan that the Democrats have had for a long time. Read the book Red Army written by Aaron Klein and Brenda J. Elliott. This has been a long time plan. But up until now, the Democrats have worked really hard to try to hide that fact and you know she's kind of she's kind of brought them all out of the closet if you will and expose them for who they are so they're trying to shut her up when the reality is at least she's honest about what they're for and now they've got to defend what they're for and and it takes time away from them first of all they've got to defend what they're for which is insane and they've got to defend what they're for instead of spending time all day every day like they have been doing in continuing the false narrative that Trump and Trump supporters are white supremacists and racist and hate brown people coming across the border. Well, that's exactly right. And, I mean, it's very dangerous for them to admit to any of that. So this AOC character, um, she really is the ultimate loose cannon from their perspective. I hope we don't end up with our own AOC anytime soon because, you know, the damage is tremendous, although we don't have any secret agenda that we're hiding in the way they do. Um, yeah, we know, want so we want a border wall. Something about her. Yeah, we want a border wall. I mean, what 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 kind but of crazy is going to come? Well, that's true. But us can cons- say it. You know yeah. where we stand. Right. Right. And what's so crazy about one of the things I, I thought was so extraordinary about President Trump's speech 
is that, you know, when I heard that he was going to speak on unity, I thought, oh, my God, I thought it was a mistake. I thought, oh, my gosh, he's going to go. He's going McCain. He's going to McCain us with some, you know, reach across the aisle stuff. But no, what he did was he sought unity around concepts that both parties used to agree to because they were based on the foundation of America, like securing our borders, like uh, low taxation. Remember JFK and his low taxes uh, from putting America first, from not having endless wars. And the fact that they're against it by seeking unity around previously common bonds and common goals and values, he forced them to to show who they are and what they're really about. And so what, what do we want? What we want is basically the most extreme of us is really things that the Democrats supposedly argued for and did argue for in the past, like a wall. Well, that speech was uh, just ingenious in ways that I'm still absorbing. I'm still thinking about that State of the Union address, you know, days later. And just how did that happen? It was incredible. Um, And you're right. He sought unity in a way that didn't sell out conservatives. It didn't sell out Republicans. But what it did was it it did unite Americans. And it made AOC and the socialists, uh, the, the far left, look like lunatics at the same time. But the party establishment Democrats, the ones who were standing up and applauding Trump, because Trump's starting to look pretty good to them compared to the alternative. So, I mean, that's why they're standing up and and clapping, um, because now it's like, wow, there's something, you know, from their perspective, worse than Trump. Um, He had them just doing exactly what he wanted them to do in a way that you never could have guessed ahead of time would be possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so on the heels of that, I mean, I, you know, I'm still trying to absorb the fact that president Trump delivers a a brilliant speech in which he, and in which he highlights the greatness of America historically, how the foundation of America has led to the great economic revival that we've got going on to him right now and how we can seize greatness going forward. If we work together and we end the politics of retribution, the politics of vengeance, and then immediately turning right around. What does Adam Schiff do? First of all, on, on the heels of that, they've got AOC coming out with her after he already just says, we will never be a socialist country. Socialism has destroyed Venezuela. We were born free. We will, we will you know, die free as a country. Socialism is about government control, domination, and coercion. And then all she does is validate that with her Green New Deal. Then he says, it's time to end. We have, you can choose great or you can choose the politics of revenge and retribution. And then then what happens next? In addition to AOC, we've got Adam Schiff, who says that uh, decides now, because we all know that that the investigation has is proven completely fruitless from Mueller. There was no Russian collusion. So now Adam Schiff comes out and says, we're going to go for the revenge and retribution. We're going to launch an investigation into every aspect of President Trump's personal life, including his finances. Uh, it, <laughs> Uh, you know, that's yeah. really scary to me because basically now they're open about the fact that the government is weaponized against their political opponents. Well, that's exactly right. And what they've done is slowly but surely criminalize um, the, you know, anyone supporting Trump. So it's a criminal offense to support the president. And they've done that so effectively that people are completely afraid to come out publicly at all. But I think what Schiff is doing here is pandering to his own base um, with this move. And it's also pandering to the, you know, Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, CNN kind of crowd, even though their audience is small, it gives you those, you know, CNN headlines that can spread around as memes. And that's what they want on the left. 
So, I mean, a lot of this is just grandstanding. Do you really think that Trump is going to release his tax returns um, under any scenario? Because I sure don't. I really don't. Well, I think they're going to try to pass legislation requiring it. Pelosi has already floated that, that she wants to pass legislation requiring uh, uh, presidential candidates and presidents uh, to have to be forced to release their tax returns. Of course, she wants to exclude Congress from that because she doesn't want to have to explain how she and so many of the rest of her Democrat buddies, uh, Brian, uh, like Bernie Sanders, who've never held a job outside con- uh, you know, being a-, a congressperson for decades, suddenly how they're worth all these millions of dollars. Well, I want to pass legislation then that would require any Democrat to disclose their credit score <laughs> because <laughs> because I can tell you that we know of you know a half dozen, including AOC um, and and Stacey Abrams, and I mean these people we know you know they they have very low credit scores. Um, it, that would be fascinating. I mean we can throw this right back at them. But part of the problem is the GOP these days is really asleep and yeah. not. Just ineffective. They're, they're worse than ineffective. They're almost invisible. They're almost there's almost no presence of the GOP anymore, and it, it's lacking leadership to the point now where it's beyond embarrassing. It's almost a non-party at this point. It's very, very sad and dangerous. Well, that uh, can I ask you to hold over for another segment after this? Sure. Got, okay. Um, before we go into break, um, what's the solution for that? Because I've been asking for a long time. What do we do? You know, the mantra going into 20, I wanted to prime, I wanted every current establishment Republican primary going into 20, uh, 2016. And it was, no, we've got to rally behind, hold our nose, vote for every Republican, no matter how bad they are, because we need the majority, because we've got, that will help President Trump. And then sure enough, the majority, you know, they, they hid behind the filibuster proof um, majority in the Senate as an excuse to not get anything done. And then going into the midterms in 2018, it was like, well, you know, it's better than voting Democrat, you know, and, and I'm wondering if it's, if it isn't better, you know, maybe uh, what, what do we do at this point when we have a party that continues as they have done since the tea party gave them the house in 2010, what do we do when they continue to fail us? What's the point of trying to get ourselves a majority if they're not going to do anything? Now the latest excuse is, well, they have to have 60 in the Senate, which, you know, try getting right. that in the, in this climate. What do we do? Right. There's, yeah, there's always an excuse for yeah. why things can't, can't get done. But what we have to do right now is remove every trace of the, uh, you know, the Ryan Romney kind of establishment Republican from that party. From well, Ryan just got they in. They have to be removed. Romney just got in. Romney just got in as a senator, but I mean, in terms of the party leadership, um, I mean, that they've got to be forcefully removed because, I mean, they're not advocating any positions anymore. They're just laying there playing dead. And I don't I don't know why. I don't know. It's just bizarre. Well, I, I my theory is, is that because the majority of them are just as much about big government, big spending and a centralized system of power of control as you know, the left, the majority of them are. Uh, they pretend on the campaign trail to not be so. But and if you think of it this way, if you understand that our colleges and our and our universities and our K through twelve have been so uh, corrupted with indoctrination, you know, you got somebody who's thirty five years old in Congress. They're coming out of those systems. I mean, what you know? Well, how, you know. You know uh, but then also, yeah. and then also, we've got uh, many of them that are just in it to be career politicians and really don't care. They just don't. And really don't care. Yeah. The one issue I wanted Trump to bring up in that speech, and I didn't hear anywhere, was the higher education crisis that we're facing right now with lunatics running these colleges and the fact that they're running themselves into the ground financially. 
um, paying all these administrators to be, you know, this and that. Um, and our kids are saddled with all this debt, you know, to go to these lunatic programs where they're fed all of this political indoctrination. I think it's one of the issues right now. And I think this would be something that Republicans could really grab a hold of, that we need reform in higher education or we pull taxpayer funding. Now, even a lot of private colleges and universities get some taxpayer funding for right. certain research or projects. We need to start yanking that funding from higher education now. Well, we can't even yank funding from Planned Parenthood after they've been caught on video shredding babies to sell off their parts. But, yeah, I also wanted him to talk about education. I wanted him to talk about the scourge that's happening right now. I do a lot of segments with my buddy Bob Walters from Facing Reality in American Education on the indoctrination of kindergartners now into transgender. It's a real problem. Uh, Stay tuned. we got more with Brian Maloney from Red Wave America after the break. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Lonnie Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. There are a whole lot of Democrats running for the presidency in 2020. If names like Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Kirsten Gillibrand, and Joaquin Castro aren't household names today, they certainly will be over the next year or so. While these candidates will try to sound different from one another, here's what we know. They actually have a whole lot in common. Each of them is in favor of higher taxes. Each is in favor of some form of single-payer health care. Each wants to impose more government regulation and red tape on small businesses. And each would appoint liberal judges to the federal courts. These are not policies that will promote American prosperity and improve our lives. So even as they try to differentiate themselves from one another, know that it's their similarities that are worth paying attention to. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. The number one fear of people 55 and over is the fear of outliving their money. Let's face it, nobody wants to wake up one day to find they have no more money but a lot more life yet to live. So how can you set yourself up for the retirement you want? Dennis Prager here. I recommend you call W.L. Roth & Associates. They have focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to earn and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you the upside of returns. Let's face it, setting yourself up for retirement can be stressful and confusing Do not do it 
alone. Schedule a complimentary consultation with W.L. Roth and Associates. Find out what it will take to set yourself up for an enriching retirement. Call 858-673-7574, 858-673-7574. Go to WLRothAssociates.com. W.L. Roth and Associates, your partner for success, 858-673-7574. Specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement without risk. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house, a stable income. Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at getethos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm, but then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. (laughs) Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to getethos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. Getethos.com. Getethos.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Yeah, I told her like it is, or like it was earlier today on a on a TV outlet about AOC and her Green New Deal. I said it was it was fear mongering. It was like it was like a movie from the seventies starring Rosie Greer trying to save America from a swarm of killer bees heading towards the Superdome. And I said, and and, and somebody I was debating said, should we really be mocking her? Yes, that's exactly what we need to be doing. Because it's insane what the left is trying to push over on America. And today, today, one of the things they're trying to put over on us, after after coming at us, after literally just recently destroying a teenage boy's life because he had on a red MAGA hat and smiled in a way they didn't like to, to some dude who was all up in his grill, as the kids say. Uh, after all of that, I mean, thre- threatening this kid physically, destroying his reputation. Now we got all these Democrats coming out of the woodpile including Joy Behar today in blackface, doing things that that the rest of us would be shoved on an iceberg for. Now the conversation has shifted. Well, you know, this just confirms that America has a problem with racism. And really, maybe it's time that we start, start thinking about forgiveness and redemption. They're still accusing Brett Kavanaugh of being a rapist. They're still accusing that young man and the other Covington kids as being racist. But they want forgiveness and redemption? Joining me now to talk about this is Brian Maloney from Red Wave America and Stop the Scalpings and Media Equalizer. Hey, Brian, so it's just more and more and more. Okay, so today we find out that Joy Behar was actually in. Megyn Kelly lost her job on NBC for talking about how come kids used to be able to, you know, do blackface in Halloween costumes in the 70s. She got fired. Joy Behar actually wore blackface in a costume. Uh, Zuckerberg from Facebook today, pictures of him in blackface. We know about Virginia governor. We know about the AG. So, you know, now everybody, I even saw, saw some conservatives last night, Brian, getting sucked into this thing of, well, maybe we really should start thinking about forgiveness and redemption. Well, fine. But is there ever any forgiveness and redemption for a Republican? No, it's a one way street. And that's why those conservatives, whoever you're referring to are 
you know, falling into a trap here. I think this is remarkable because, you know, we're supposed to look the other way when Democrats uh, have blackface photos and are abusing women. You know, Lieutenant Governor Fairfax of Virginia, I mean, the entire Virginia Democratic Party, they look like fools. And I keep thinking about this, you know, the, there have been people on Twitter saying, well, you better get out your yearbooks and check for, you know, blackface photos. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, I grew up in California. Um, like, I don't, you know, in the 80s, I mean, I was in high school. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't even imagine something like that being in the yearbook, but not just in California, but in most of the country in the 80s. People already knew better by the 80s, uh, by the 70s even. They already knew better. So how did this keep happening? I, it's just unimaginable to me. Every one of these photos has been so shocking because they're so they're so horrible. They are. Okay. And let me tell you, yeah. I grew up in the South and spent a lot of time all over the South from Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, because I had family all over uh, from Georgia, Alabama. Deep, mm-hmm. I'm talking deep South. And I'm talking as right. a kid in the 70s and 80s. The only people that still did blackface and wore hoods was the Democrat racist. So this is who they are. There was not a whole, this wasn't happening all over the South and this is just an American problem or we just hadn't caught up in the 70s and the 80s. Oh no, this is is a problem with the Democrat Party. And I am all for, I, I do believe in forgiveness and redemption. I absolutely do. But the problem that I've got is, first of all, that does not relieve you of consequences. And I'm also tired of forgiveness and redemption for Democrats when Republicans only face consequences, and, and they face consequences of the worst kind, even when the allegations are made up, when they haven't even I done think, anything wrong. Think about this, though. Here's, here's where, what this is really all about. The Democrats have successfully been able to recast themselves as the party that isn't racist. But what the problem is, is that there is this historical record out there, these old yearbooks, um, that, you know, that show otherwise, that show the truth. And so that's why this is happening. I mean, this is who they really are, who they've really been their entire lives. The media covered up for it. But then this just became too explosive. They can't. The only thing they can do now, the media, is is to try to start to call this a bipartisan issue because the Republican uh, Senate leader or whatever in Virginia was the editor of a yearbook that also had some photos. So now, although there are none on his page or anything like that, Uh, So now they can call it a bipartisan issue or whatever. But, I mean, the bottom line here is that no Democrats have lost their positions of power over this yet. Not Joy Behar, not any of the three top Democrats in Virginia state government. Um, You know, there have been no actual consequences. And when this blows over a few days, they will all still have their jobs. Joy Behar will not be fired over this. So there really is a double standard. Megyn Kelly... Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure I understand her point, but, you know, she was fired over that. There were consequences. So I think there's right. a huge distinction there. Joy Behar, you really think Disney, ABC, you think they're going to do anything about Joy Behar? And that costume, you know, she was trying to say, well, it was a beautiful black woman. That's how I was dressed. Well, what were you thinking? I, I mean, on what planet was that ever okay? No, you know, it wasn't. I don't care if it's 70s, 80s, 90s. Where was that okay? Oh, I guess. So, well, you know, kind of like Northam was trying to explain that, no, that wasn't me in the pick. But you know what? Let me tell you about the time I put on blackface and moonwalked as MJ. I hope you can see the difference, he said. And that's what she's trying to do here. Well, I dressed as a beautiful black woman. So, oh, okay. So that makes it okay that you dressed as, first of all, what beautiful black woman? Because Joy Behar is many things. Beautiful ain't one of them. Was well, she impersonating yeah, Was she impersonating Iman, the, the fabulous model? Not a, ever even on your best day. 
Joy Behar. So, no. no, this is just more excuses on them part. But you know what? The Republicans, where are they on this? It's like it's like on every other issue. They're completely, they don't care about winning. I And I saw, and it was all over Fox News last night. It was Ed Henry with a panel talking about maybe, is it really time for forgiveness and redemption? And then I'm well, seeing. we've lost. Yes. We've lost Fox News to some extent. We really have. I mean, we have a little bit of Fox left, but we've lost a lot of it. I think you realize that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've we've got a Republican Party that uh, that's making comments like um, after I actually heard I think it was might have been Scott out of South Carolina um, who said, right. well, it's a, it's uh, it's a, a human condition. I'm like, dude, you got a chance to bury the Democrat Party. Stacey Abrams came out in the response to the State of the Union, Brian, and said the Democrats passed civil rights legislation when they voted against it. And it was the Republican Party flat out lied and perpetrated a lie of gross proportions on the American people. And I have not heard one Republican. They all should have been on the steps of the Capitol calling out the Democrats for the racist scumbags that they are. And the woman haters, because Brett Kavanaugh, it went so far with him with allegations that had zero credibility by Christine Blasey Ford and others that, that he was a, a part of gang rapes, that people were calling for his children to be taken out of his home. And there was no repercussions from the Republican Party against any of the Democrats who perpetrated that on Brett Kavanaugh and this country. And then on top of it, none of them are going after this, this Justin Fairfax, who that accuser is quite credible. And she's a doctor, but they never call her a doctor like how Christine, you know, Dr. Ford, you know, she's mm. a doctor. And, you know, so there's a double standard in the way they're treating her as opposed to Christine Blasey, whatever, who was always Dr. Ford. So, you know, the media does this when it's convenient to prop up someone like Ford. They do. And when it's not, then the person is, is minimized, diminished, um, made to feel, uh, you know, uh, not credible. And this woman is extremely credible uh, because unlike Dr. Ford, she has very specific recollections about the time, place, location, I mean, extremely specific. And they're very, very disturbing allegations. Uh, if you if you yeah. read through it, you I saw did. it. And, and she really, went and she, really yeah. out there stuff. And she went forward with her name. She didn't just yeah. try to destroy him, uh, you know, behind the scenes. She did go to um, somebody in uh, somebody whose last name is Scott, a representative, Democrat representative in Virginia mm-hmm. uh, in October of 2017. She did go to right. him um, back then and, and he buried it. And so did WAPO, who's buried it in the past. In one minute before I got to let you go, Brian, we are, I think, eight days now away from the three week extension after President Trump reopened the government. What do you think is going to happen with the wall? It could be anything at this point. I mean, on the one hand, I'm worried. On the other hand, I mean, he must have a a rabbit to pull out of a hat somewhere. He's got to have some kind of backup plan because a lot of things will be lost if we get to that point and nothing's happening. So the only thing I could figure is there's some kind of plan here. I'm hoping and praying. But this has got to happen, and and it should have happened two years ago. So he's got to figure it out. Um, otherwise, uh, he'll lose. I think the base will be very, very unhappy, very upset. They will lose in, right, a in, lot of goodwill. Yes. In, well, yeah, in spite of the fact that he's just one man and he can't do it alone. And he's well, got a Republican exactly right. Party. He's got a Republican Party that he faces two opposition parties, one of which claims to be his party, but does everything they can, including leaking his schedule the other day and just every every opportunity they can 
to throw him under the bus and not fulfill their promises. And, you know, um, so if, if he's not able to get it done, I, I, I'm not sure how he's going to get it done when he doesn't have support of his own party. Um, but he is determined. And, you know, I would and, and I expect him to try to make it happen. Brian Maloney, how can um, people uh, find you and find the different groups and in, in your activities? Well, the best thing to do is go to Facebook and join our group, Stop the Scalpings, which has 100,000 members, and we've been going strong for two years now. Stop the Scalpings, just enter that one word. We'd love to have the rest of your listeners. A lot of your listeners are already members, so we'd love to have more join. And also, we have pages on Facebook for Red Wave America. Just type in at Red Wave America and also at Media Equalizer. Well, thank you so much for all you do, and thanks for being here. Thank you. All right. All right, now stay tuned. We got more Andrea K. Show coming up. We got to get into some more crazy coming out of the Democrat Party. This time it involves the Green New Deal was is about hijacking our country for Marxism. This deal that Pelosi has in store is about hijacking children from their parents and the state taking control. Uh, more Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376 or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Money struggles are no fun. If you've got high interest credit card debt, 20, 25, 26% along with your mortgage payments, why not reduce the interest 
Get rid of the card payments and save yourself some money. I just showed one client how to save herself $1,000 a month. How about student loan debt? I can help you pay that off through your home loan without the cash out costs. What if you're retired with insufficient income but still making mortgage payments? I can fix that. With enough equity, I'll help you get rid of those mortgage payments once and for all. Call me, Ed Personius. I'll help you save money every month and I'll get you a great low rate while getting the bank to pay your loan costs. What? A great rate and the bank pays your loan costs? Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Get more money in your pocket every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807, DRE number 02026055. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program, Hi, I'm Jason Labram of Labram Wealth Management. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Labram Wealth, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at labramwealth.com. If you want to know what it takes to be truly wealthy, then my dad, Richard Musio, has got you covered. Tune in to It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. Health, family, sports, business, philanthropy, my dad covers it all. And believe it or not, it's the only financial show in the U.S. that discusses wealth but never money. Don't miss It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on The Answer San Diego. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, and follow up before I get to my next story. You know, before the break, we were talking about the racism going on at, at with Democrats. And I saw a story that was just kind of blew my mind today on Twitter because it's so, talk about craziness from the Democrats. Okay, I didn't know that Liam Neeson had been accused of being racist because he, I guess in an interview, he admitted at one point that he wanted to kill a black man who had raped someone that he knew. And um, he wanted, let me quote here, he wanted to kill a black man in order to get revenge for a friend who had been raped. Okay, that's a little bit of explosive language there. Uh, So he's starting to be shunned. And so he's kind of been kind of trying to step back into, he's got a movie coming out in case you've seen the, the the trailers for it. So he's been trying to get back out because he's got a movie to promote, right? So he's got to try to step a, step a toe back in. Well, coming to his rescue is the actress, I can't remember her name, something, um, uh, Rodriguez, I think she was from Blue Crush, from that movie Blue Crush. I think she's a Latina actress. Well, she says, there's no way that Liam Neeson's not a racist. Dude, she says, have you watched Widows? His tongue was so far down Viola Davis's throat, you can't call him a racist ever. Racists don't make out with the race they hate, especially the way he does with his tongue. It's like, and then she gets excoriated as well as she should. Michelle Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez, because what, okay, this is really now the litmus test for being a racist. Okay, so maybe now Governor Northam, maybe what he should do now is just go and grab, you know, black women off the street because, I mean, Justin Fairfax is, you know, they evidently, I mean, 
the Me Too movement is is nowhere. Believe women is nowhere. In fact, maybe somebody needs to do a wellness check on Alyssa Milano and those from the Me Too movement because they've been missing in action. So while they're while they're you know um, there's an all points bulletin out for them. Justin Fairfax is getting away with whatever he did, suppose allegedly. Maybe that's what Northam should do. Go find a black woman. And start, you know, forcing himself on these black women. Because according to Michelle Rodriguez, if you're willing to kiss a black woman, that's the racist test. Uh, Just, it's just, it's, we do need to have a conversation about race in this country. And maybe the conversation needs to end with, can we stop talking about everybody's skin color? Because this is stupid. Really. Um, Anyway, speaking of stupid and insane, that's kind of the theme for tonight. I mean, we started with the insanity of AOC's Green New Deal. We talked about the insanity of um, Governor Northam and all that that's happening there, the insanity of Adam Schiff trying to waste, use our government to try to go after President Trump because he's political opposition. Well, um, there was a case out of Ohio. A judge removed a biological girl from her parents' custody. I don't know the age here. After they declined to help her transition to male with testosterone supplements. The Cincinnati Children's Gender Clinic. Who know, when did we start getting gender clinics for children in this country? Recommended these treatments for gender dysphoria. Who's running this gender clinic? One of the drag queens that's given that's reading books to children in libraries. Is that who's running these gender clinics? When her parents wanted her, uh, to treat her with counseling instead, Hamilton County Job and Family Services charged them with abuse and neglect. Transgender advocates uh, are comparing their decision uh, equivalent to denying treatment for asthma or cancer patients. I can't believe this is happening in my country. So now, Nancy Pelosi, not wanting to be outdone in terms of um, legislation um, grabs of parental rights and control, she now says that one of her top legislative priorities is the Equality Act. And the Equality Act... Uh, would basically add sexual orientation and gender identity to the 1964 Civil Rights Act. There is already, though, um, states that have passed similar laws to Pelosi's Equality Act. In New Jersey and California, transgender advocate activists have sued California hospitals for discrimination on basis of gender identity because they won't perform same-sex surgeries for patients with gender dysphoria. See, this is why President why President Trump is right to talk about the attacks on our religious freedoms in this country. But this, uh, to think that we now have Congress, uh, uh, the American Psychological Association has already classified gender dysphoria as a mental illness. Research shows that 75 to 95% of children with gender dysphoria, if they're allowed to go through puberty, they then decide, you know what, I, I am the, the biological sex that I was born in. This is, can be described as nothing but flat out child abuse. Child abuse perpetrated onto children against the parents' wishes. So let me get this right, Democrats. You think parents should have the right after while the child is being born, coming through the birth canal, or after being born, that the parents should have a right to kill their child, murder it, but they don't have the right to decide whether or not it goes on experimental hormone treatments, making a permanent change that they can never correct? Somebody's six years old and they really are of sound mind to decide whether or not they want to give up their fertility for the rest of their life. This is literally insane what is being done to children in this country in the name of of minority rights. When are children going to have rights in this country? 
And where is the Republican Party? Where are they fighting for children in this country? This happened in Ohio under you, Kasich. Kasich, whatever you spitter. Well, I don't know how to say this dude's name. Anyway, tomorrow is Friday. This is Friday Eve. We always like to get into a little bit of Friday fun day. I'm not, we'll come up with something right now. Maybe cinema sticks. Are you going to have a movie review for us tomorrow night? I do have one in my back pocket. Oh, you do? Okay. Everybody's been watching these Ted Bundy tapes. I'm not sure if I, I might have to, you're giving me a no on that. Don't watch the Ted Bundy tapes. Well, I, that's just not something for me. It's just pure evil. I don't want to watch anything like that. Right. Well, you know, maybe Saturday Night Live will do a funny sketch on AOC. Lots of material has already been written for you. I'll be back tomorrow night. Love you all. Have a great night. Come on.